Today is Saturday, June 6th, 2020. And on this episode of Arch Radio, guess what? My husband is joining us again. Hi, husband. Hi, husband. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Just fine, thank you. Now, we, well, just for some meta for people, we are actually using two separate microphones so that uh, you can hear us separately. So, husband, why don't you talk into yours? This is the husband, and I have my own microphone. <laughs> don't you dare fuck with me, or I'll kick your ass. All right, that's enough. That's right. enough. Okay, so that I think that is working. We we can hear. Oh yeah, it's working all right. I mean, working at your own microphone. Yeah. Okay. Back away from your microphone. Me? Back away? Back away. Shh, don't scream. I'm trying to be dominant. Yeah, that's not working. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so it's Saturday. Don't, don't, why are you flicking me? Don't do that. See, he's scared. Because he's causing pain. That's why. Anyway, um, so another week has gone by. When did we podcast last? Now, I don't know that. Oh, last week? I don't know, honey. Was it last weekend. Wednesday? Let me go to my website oh, and we will see. I think it was last Wednesday. I am dying to get out of this house. I am dying Honey, to get I love some you air. Guys. I love you so much. Oh my God, it was June but 1st. I want to get out of the house. Oh, okay. It was only five days ago. So, Well, so I guess the last time we podcasted, we had attempted to get out of the house, but then we had a curfew. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had to well, come that back was, home. That was to go to dinner. We right up the block, we walked up the street to get a a pizza and we had to leave and then I the next night we had another that. curfew and then the next night we had another curfew well then the final one was 11 o'clock and then we didn't have any problem after that well and then we had ongoing plumbing problems which so they just finally we today. had to stay in the house all day today waiting for without water to show up. and without air conditioning well because this is an old building and the air and conditioning is based on the water degrees. it is it's like 80 degrees in our house right now and I'm sweating we do have a fan on. You can probably hear it in the background. Yes. But um, anyway, so yeah, we can go back to the plumbing thing and kind of wrap that up. So yeah. when we last left you, we had to replace the toilet in the bathroom, but yet the plumber had to come back to replace the shutoff valve and the supply line to the toilet because they were old and he didn't have the correct size for shutoff valve because the shutoff valves are, well, I should say the piping in our building is like three quarters of an inch and modern piping is half inch. So he didn't have um, the correct piping. So anyway, last Thursday, was it Thursday? Yes, last Thursday, just um, this past Thursday, I had scheduled a plumber to come in to change, the same guy who had done the toilet, to come in to replace the shutoff valve and the supply line to the toilet. And I had coordinated with the manager of the building to have the water shut off so that this guy could just come in here, and he said it would not take long. He said, just come in here, replace it, and get out. So there was another uh, unit, condo, in our tier that needed to have work done too. So she scheduled us both on the same day. So on Thursday, the water was out from 12 to 4, right? Yes. Well, they said the water was out from 12 to 4. Well, the water was never off. Yeah, the water was never turned off. And that was th- uh, it was Thursday. It was Thursday, yeah. And our plumber called um, like quarter to four because they were supposed to be here between two and four and said he's not going to get here until after four. And I said, well, I'm going to have to cancel that appointment because 
they have to turn the water back on at 4 o'clock. This was assuming the water was off. I had not been checking it for a while. Of course, after I hang up from that phone call, I go into the bathroom, turn the water on, and it's still on. It never was turned off. So I emailed our manager and said, what's the deal? The water was never even shut off. I had to cancel my appointment because the water wasn't shut off. Well, she goes on to tell us that that's okay. We're scheduling the same plumbers for Saturday, and we're going to shut off the water between uh, 12 and 4, and you will get your shut-off valve and supply line replaced on Saturday. Now, mind you, this requires shutting off the water for the whole building. So at this point, I think our neighbors are ready to run us out of the building. Well, they don't know it's us. Well, I think um, she did let the cat out of the bag with one unit owner who was complaining very loudly over the phone. Oh, well, that was when I went, when yeah. we were down there. But we didn't tell her, oh, please schedule plumbing work on the weekend when everyone is, is home. at home. And when it's 91 degrees, uh, please do that. Yeah, so no air conditioning. We didn't tell her to do that. She just did it. Yeah. And then we had to call the plumber. Well, you say she told us that she's doing it. And yeah, she have, did it. And yeah. so then uh, we had to we had to schedule the well, you, the plumber. The plumbers are coming. On she that said day since we're using the same plumber, they will just put our job on theirs. Yeah. And so he'll do all of it at one time. Well, he didn't really get to us until five o'clock. Was it, it was five, five o'clock? o'clock? It was almost yes. five o'clock before he got here. The water had been off. Since Half tw- the day. Yeah, since 12 o'clock. And they sent out an email at 4 o'clock saying, sorry, but we have to keep the water off for another hour because the unit, not our unit, but another unit was taking forever to get their work done. So, but what anyway. possessed her to plan this on a weekend? Well, she's an idiot. She's an absolute, I, I am convinced of it, well, that she doesn't know how to manage, you know, well, kind of buildings. Have sen- doesn't have sense. I mean, there's, so, a, there's 185 units in our building, right? And this is an, it, it's an old building, but it could be, and this this could be any condo building in this area. This is, these are all put yeah, up. Yeah, they're in all generally the same time, and they're just old. So I mean, I you know I get it, but this is something you do in the middle of the week. And granted, I know COVID, every everyone's working from home, but at least with this situation, like I'm working from home, so she shut off the water from 12 to 4. On a Wednesday, well, I don't care. I'm working anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, not really, I'm not really depending on um, a day of leisure or whatever. I'm working anyway, uh, or, and then it only involved our tier anyway. So I'm not really in understanding why she turned the water. Well, it was. Building. I know it was actually the twelve tier and the fourteen tier, so it was two right, tiers. It, I know, but she but could have just specific. These were correct. specific plumbing issues. Correct. She could have just turned off those tiers yeah. and not and inconvenienced weekend, this everyone is when, else. This is when everyone, a lot of folks are doing their laundry. The and laundry, no, room laundry room was shut off because no water. The air conditioning was shut off. It was a complete mess. And, um, it, and it's just, it's been a, it's been a, a clusterfuck. Yeah, so now I want to get out of here. Yes, yeah, so he wants to get out of here, but I'm saying is that the plumbing is now done. We don't have any more issues. The uh, toilet is wonderful, and it, uh, we don't even know what it's going to cost us because I didn't end up paying well, that guy. They're going to have to bill us, I'm sure. Yes. But um, anyway, well, I mean, I know I, how much I paid for the toilet. It was $800 for the toilet, but um, for the installation of the toilet, I should say. Anyway, so that... Well, and the same, just to finish, the same person 
Because now we have to pay for damages done to the unit below us. Correct. And she's mystified as to why we are going through our insurance company to fix the damages. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking crazy? Just for anyone to walk through the door is, you know, two hundred dollar visits. It's supplies and all this. She's discouraging us from going through our insurance. Well, I have. This to- is why we have insurance. I think do okay. I have this on the right thing. I don't know. Oh, do I have sole control of the microphone? No, 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 no. no. I bet I do. No, so I'm just looking at the microphone. Sorry. So I, so I want to, I want to give a shout out to our mayor. Okay, wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Yes. I'm not done with this. Yes. But you're forgetting I'm in the dominant position. No, you're not. Listen. So, stop flicking me. Okay. Stop. Why? Because I said so. Um, so. You're going to drive me fucking crazy. Um, what, what was I, I going to say? You've made me lost my, lose my train of thought. I was transitioning to our awesome mayor. What, was you, what, were you, what were you saying right before that? Um, about going through our insurance company oh, yes. and repair Okay, the so here's the thing about that. So I called the insurance company once I got the lady's phone number and gave, you know, went to the claims department and um, filed the claim for them to call her and figure out what the... Can you put some of that in, in that glass yeah. for me? Well, the manager wouldn't even give information to the insurance company. And she never did. I had to go directly to the lady and find out myself. In any case, I called the insurance company, went to the claims people, and they are taking care of the lady below us. We don't have to call her. We don't have to get a contractor. We don't have to do anything. All the, They're doing everything. However, when the bill comes, we'll probably have to pay it because... Yes, I know. I the went through... Bond. Right. I, so I went through... Um, our insurance company for our claim of the toilet and they informed me that the wax ring is considered normal maintenance of the toilet and we should have replaced it years ago which well we wouldn't have known well, until it failed how would you know that right people generally anyway but them. I think so uh, they're not going to cover well, the, the initial, toilet so the initial well this, this is kind of boring stuff but so the initial statement by state by the insurance company was that well it we it could be covered assuming that we had damage from a from the wax ring if we had damage to the floor um but we did water damage well we didn't we didn't know you don't know until plumbers look at these things so that's you know, that, until that happens you just assume well insurance will cover it and if not well then we'll pay for it uh, but i'm going to say i'm just going to go on a limb in this area for someone to even walk into the door is going to be one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, the plumber was seventy-five. It's always hourly. What seventy-five? He was a. That's a flat thing. Just, just to call him over here, it was seventy-five dollars. That's cheap. I know. Anyway, um, but you're dealing with different, you know, plaster and all that. I know because. Your bathroom, I had that plaster replaced on the ceiling, yeah, because we had the same bus. issue with people. And it was, very, it was expensive, it was not cheap. So, and well, if it's that, that expensive, it's a, it's a half day's worth of work for them to come. You're dealing with plaster that's 70 years old, um, and they have to come there, at least what I saw, with hair dryers to dry it. The materials they use are different, it's not going to be. 20 minutes and they're out. It's going to be a couple of hours. And they're probably so, going to have to cut out that piece of yes, plaster. Yes, and, and that's if they don't discover things that were not yeah. seen before. So, 
going through insurance is a smart thing to do, and if we have, you know, if it if it exceeds our deductible, then it's worth it. If not, then all right, we'll pay. Yeah, it. And it wasn't it wasn't the lady below us who was questioning that. It was the building manager. Yes. Who was questioning? Say, why are you going through your insurance? It's only going to be a couple hundred dollars. And I said, I don't care how much it's going to be. I want it to go through the insurance in case it is over because our deductible. Because I'm going to predict it will be over the deductible. That's just then living in this that area. It's, that's what it is. Yeah. So, okay. Now we can transition to over to our um, amazing mayor. Because everyone knows, this, this is no secret, that this week has been the Black Lives Matter week with the killing of George Floyd last week. And then the, um, wait, that was just Monday, wasn't it? He just died on Monday, wasn't it? Uh, no, um, no, that was, it was the Monday the before Friday, or whatever. Well, in any case, we, at, we want to be accurate with this because it's very important. I Probably. think it was the Monday before. So much has happened, and when you're home all day long, and the days uh, blend together. Yeah, but since then, no, no, it was last Monday because the the um, protest started right away, and in D.C. we have had protests like for every night. Oh, no, it was the week. It was the Monday before because this is like the uh, 11th. May 25th. Day. May 25th. Yes. So that May was, 25th. That would have been. So it's been a while. Two weeks on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So since then, we've had lots of um, protests. And, you know, they, they've filtered out. They've kind of filtered out the difference between protesters and looters, looters yes. and these um, people who are coming in from out of town, which they well, have. we talked about, I think, on the last we show. We did. Yeah. But D.C. has their. There are a handful of them as well, who who are just here to cause anarchy yeah. and yeah. not necessarily joining the actual protests and march marches. Or it could be, as you know, the Boogaloo Boys are involved in some of this. So there are right wing groups yeah. who are hoping this is it. This is the civil war. Well, it's and so they're. But the last couple of nights has been pretty quiet, and even though there's been thousands and thousands of people here in D.C., they have been very. Uh, peaceful protesting people the ppp anyway um however this past monday when there were lots of um, protests in lafayette square right across from the white house on monday night and trump decided he wanted to walk across the street to the uh i forget the name of that church st john's st john's church, church that um his good buddy um, Bill Barr. Bill Barr said, "Clear out that, clear out those streets, so that so that Trump can walk across the street." And they were using tear gas and those rubber bullets, and there was plenty of evidence to prove that it that it was tear gas and rubber bullets. And the protesters were peaceful because when they came out, they had their hands raised, and they were and, still getting shot with stuff. And some people who were affected were members of the clergy um, who who were at that church. Yeah. Now, I was I happened to be watching that live on TV at the time, and they pushed those people back uh, three or four blocks back. Well, Bill Barr is now walking that back. Well, I will say he is a candidate for the, wor the world's worst human being. I thought Dick Cheney was the worst human being during the Bush years. Bill Barr has him beat by a mile. Right behind, and they're both similar personalities. Right behind they, Trump, though. They, ju they just see themselves as enablers carrying out the wishes of their superiors. They're, they were the go-to boys when they were in college. They were the ones who made sure um, the, you know, the hazing took place 
with the most effective, um, humiliating, you know, if they had to um, drink Drano, then Bill Barr was there to make certain they were drinking the Drano. Whether it was good to drink the Drano or not, he's that sort of individual. Not He has no morals. Serving someone who's, who is amoral, what could go wrong with that? So we're, we're dealing with this. So our mayor um, has, and, and then we've been living in a fascist police state because since then, we've had unidentified police agents roaming the streets. Yes. And they're from prison personnel. Um, they're unidentified they're because from. they come from Black all over. Blackhawk helicopters. Uh, descending over the protesters to force them to Well, disperse. it was a med- medical helicopter that... Um, we have had um, buildings... They, and, let me just say about that. Yes. The, with the helicopters, they they tipped the... Um, the uh, what are those? The, the, pe- the, the propellers the down yeah. forward to scare the protesters. Yes. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, medics have been... So water bottles have been pierced um, by some of these agents so that the these protesters can't have water. M- uh, a lot of them are in masks, and they're and they're doing some distancing. Uh, but I have to say, I think they're putting their they're their life, their health at risk. Um, we've had in our area, we're rather far away from all of this, but we've had uh, glass um, glass doors smashed in. Well, I put that on Twitter yes. actually. Um, and the CVS was boarded up. Yeah, and then uh, the local uh, pharmacy was closed. And just uh, three blocks up the road, they had a protest that le- that landed at the National Cathedral, yeah. and it was on Wisconsin Avenue, which was right. just right up there. Yeah. So. so you don't know if if the agent on the or the agents, and then of course, uh, Hummers are roaming around a military grade. Hum- so it really is, li- at least in the past week, like living in fascist. It's, it's been a little scary. Yeah. But yeah. But I only because that, only because we do we are not a state, and so Trump is doing what he would like to do in you, every state, state in the country, yeah. which is to dominate. militarize yes. and dominate and well, he battle said, space. Dominate your people. Yes. Well, and describing governors as jerks and describing American streets as battle space. Of course, those aren't words he could use on his own. Someone had to put those words in his mouth. So I guess he was watching Sean Hannity or Lou Dobbs. Well, he'd be watching him in the bunker. Yes, President Karen was down down in the bunker. And that's where she found the bunker. So she was down there. President Karen was (laughs) down there to see if they had a tanning bed and enough hairspray to keep her beehive uh, pretty. And she found that Bible. And she said, look, Ivanka, I found a book. And Ivanka said, You can't read that, Dad. Daddy, that looks like a Bible. And President Cameron said, Oh, let's go upstairs and do something with it. And of course, that's how it all happened. But anyway, our mayor has been pushing back. Today, the, um, the military forces have been disarmed and removed. And sent back to the original states. She renamed... Uh, um, Lafayette Square, Black Lives Matter. Plaza. Uh, Pla- yeah. And, uh, yeah, Plaza. And then um, had painted in the street, Black Lives Matter, where, Huge President, yellow. where President Snowflake could see it. 
and, it, and it's on the street that leads right up to the White yeah. House so, and right up to Lafayette. So what was well, President, 16th Street? So yeah. it was President Snowflake's tweet storm this morning. Uh, the the loser mayor, mayor. Um, the crazy mayor of D.C. Well, listen, President Snowflake, you've been played. I mean, it's what he doesn't really understand is that when he yeah, rants and raves on, twi- on Twitter, and then he's very easy to, you know, that dog chases every car, and so... <laughs> It's very easy to distract him with these things because we are being distracted. And now it's Antifa. Well, Antifa's the problem. Well, we already mentioned so them last week. On the right wing media, it's Antifa. Look at this shiny object, Antifa. It's not, Antifa has nothing to do with the fact that innocent black people are being killed by police. It has nothing to do over with it. Over and over and over again. Um, and, and, well, various crimes by this administration. But Antifa has nothing to do with that. No one likes looting. No one's like likes putting buildings on fire, but you know there. It's certainly not the protesters who are generally. There, there are a number of Boogaloo boys who have been arrested for. You know they they go along with the crowd and then they split off and then they're damaging shit, so. We shouldn't be distracted with with um, Antifa, or uh, whatever's coming whatever's coming out of Fox News, but. Uh, living in the city, I have to say, I've, I've been here now for uh, 22 years. 20, moved here in 1992. 28 years? 28 years. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. This September 11th was frightening, uh, and you could hear the, the, the planes flying over. Oh, yeah. And the streets were empty, and there were cops, even down, and, and my neighbor, cops up and down the street. That was understandable because we didn't know what was going on. This is frightening. This is this is a little a closer to home than I thought it would be. This is a frightened wannabe dictator who wants to intimidate other Americans. Um, it's it's the, it's that um, unidentified militant group that he had out and there. And they're from other. They're coming for from a couple other days. States. That that they because they, uh, they look scary as the hell. Pr- the prison system. But they didn't feel, have any. They didn't have any identifiable. Yes. Uh, thing on them that says like U.S. federal government or anything like that. It's nothing like that. They were unidentified. Yeah, just so if they knocked you out or, or, or assaulted you, you wouldn't know who they are. Exactly. So, yeah. Now, that's very Gestapo. Moving on to um, one more political thing. Yes. Today, Lindsey Graham oh. put out on Twitter oh, Ms. Linda. a oh, reminder or, you know, for people to remember that today was the... Uh, yeah, D-Day. Uh, D-Day, oh, yeah. Ju- June 6th, uh, 1945. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I saw it on Twitter, and then really, that was not the fun part. The fun part was reading the comments of all the people who commented about her. And they turned her into a meme, because everyone knows that she's gay. I mean, everyone. Well, let's just back that up. So, Linda Bell... Had her hairs done. Well, that's true. She and did. A, she a, dyed her hair. Blonde and a blonde, puffy bouffant. Um, such a southern belle. But now, because she did her hair like that, the hashtag on all of her responses is hashtag Lady G. Yes. So they're calling her Lady G. She's so dainty. She looks so. Do, dainty a, do a search her, for with her new hashtag hair Lady Lady G. And I have to say, Donald Trump with that Bible. Episode, 
Is that a is that a flying saucer on his head? What what is that hairdo? So Linda Bell now has a similar hairdo. Call her Lady G. Well, Lady G has a similar hairdo as with this blonde dye job. Yeah, it's it's so obvious. Desperate. It's oh my God, it's so desperate. So lady, the lady, the I, lady's desperate. I just have a field day today. Reading all these comments, Lady G's coming out today. Lady G, this lady. How can she? She. It's like a Southern Belle. How can he, not see all those comments and know that the world knows that he's gay? Like, well, no. There's a more desperate part of this, and that is, Linda Bell. Has no sense of self. So when John McCain was alive and challenging members of his own party, I say that loosely. Yeah. In 08, I wasn't seeing that. But anyway, I have to say, I blame John McCain in a way for ushering in Donald Trump because Sarah Palin brought about the Tea Party, which brought about oh, the, you know, the angry white electorate that got us with Donald Trump. We can go back to Nixon for that one. But anyway, I think Palin was the catalyst for let's just be ugly let's 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 bring out the ugliness in ourselves and and make it political and and let's not be afraid to do that anyway with with John McCain gone Linda Bell now needs so you think he, another she rises to another alpha male and her political survival in South Carolina depends on latching on to Donald Trump well, yeah, because the her poll numbers, I think they're even right now, aren't they? With the guy who's or the girl, oh, the, love for it's him a girl running against her. The challenger. Oh, he's African American. Oh, no, right, that's um, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, right. You're right. I'm Harrison. sorry, I got that wrong. I, I'm thinking of the girl who's running against McConnell. Be, that would be justice for what's happened in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but it's desperate. On one hand, you want to feel sorry for someone like that. Yeah. Because they obviously have no sense of self. But on their hand. You really can't be, feel sorry for someone like that because Lady G is the reason why we are where we are. And in another, in another time or another scenario, um, Lady G, if I'm assuming if John McCain were alive, he would have voted to impeach Donald Trump. Oh my God, that would have been wonderful. Linda Bell would have voted along with John McCain. Was, that's, what, that's what Linda Bell always did. Well, because there was a time when Linda Bell, or Lady but G, she has no, again, she just has, has not no liked more. him. She, she called no him and I forget exactly what I she called have, him. I just have it. I have a feeling Donald Trump has something. Lady, Lady G has yeah. something on Lady G. Uh, and it's, uh, it would it's not the be picture flattering. of the big so, black dick going well, in his ass. We don't really know, but it can't be. It can't. It has to be something that is not. And flattering. I can hear big, big fatty saying, "Why it got to be black?" <laughs> well, it could be. <laughs> or or uh, Ricky from Foul Monkeys. Anyway, um, we need to. It, it has to be something so horrific that uh, he could not be. I, I, I can't. I can't figure it out. I mean, it's just. It, I know. Well, we're going to wrap this up, but I just wanted to say. Um, of course, thank you for joining me on this episode, honey. But I would like to get some feedback on the microphone sounds because I know we have... I don't know if the um, audio Nazi Daniel Brewer listens to this podcast or not, but if he has something to say about these, the two microphone recordings um, without a mixer, I should say. These are just plugged directly into my MacBook Air. Um I would be curious to see what, what you guys think of the audio. 
Um, I will say we have eaten well the past few. Well, we we have been eating well the past past few. What did we have tonight? What was well, that? some kind of meat. I was um, not counting on being in um, oh, hell all in day long with kitchen. the air conditioning yeah. turned off because we always have um, steak once a week. That's our guilty pleasure once a week. Well, beef is scarce in this neighborhood. So well, we didn't find um, any way so we But I did find an eye of round, a very small eye of round rosin. But no steak. <laughs> no steak. Well, but that's what I found. And so that's our that was our beef trip for this. And beef. that's fine, but um, it was small and it didn't take long to cook and um, anyway. But our kitchen to, gets to, very to, hot. To do them to to cook that kind of of um, beef and to have it come out tender. You put it in a hot oven, you reduce the temperature. Well, of course, it's 500 degrees going down to 325. In the meantime, it's 85 degrees in the house. Yeah. So, had I known known we were going to have this kind of day, I would not have cooked that kind of dinner. But anyway, the roast was delicious. And then we had, well, I had crab cakes yesterday. Ooh, and I had, um, what kind of fish do I have? Oh, you had uh, haddock. Was it haddock? Okay. But I did it like a, almost like a shake and bake, right? You did, yeah. And it was good. But that was yesterday. So what was the, what was the, the meat called today? I have round? I have round roast, which I never had as a kid. And I'm pretty certain your mother would have made that. It's oh, the, she did, most definitely. It's a cut of um, beef. It, um, it's not very expensive. My mother had uh, round steak. It always seemed tough. It can be a little tough. It can be, but the, the but this trick was is done. to not smother it or to slow bake it. So you had it just friend, right. Your friend Bob, um, his wife Jackie, did it. Made it one oh time. My yeah. God, my mother never did eye around like this. It was like you were you were chewing rubber bands. Because uh, I remember when my so, mother made it, it was very tough too, and that, maybe that's why I didn't like it. Because it was well done. Well, yes, yeah, she. You have to take it out. She did it even more well one, done than I did. One twenty-five, one thirty. My, 130, my dad likes his meat done because. Because this meat done. Yes, Go you ahead, like sorry. your meat. Yeah, I know how you like your meat, honey. Excuse uh, but because um, when you take any um, any um, beef or pork, whatever, when you take it out of the oven, it's going to continue to cook for a few minutes. Right. So you let so it you, set. I always let it set for a while. So when the thermometer hits one twenty-five, I take it out. I cover it with foil. When I slice it, it's perfect. For you, it's well, like eating our when he slices exactly because when he slices it, it bleeds, <laughs> and there's well, blood it's, all it's over the li- plate. It's not blood; it's liquid. Well, anyway, uh, so I take a couple slices water, and I put them on water. the oven, which you <laughs> put yes, on the stove, and um, cook the the red juice out of them because I like my it meat. It looks like charcoal. No, it, it wasn't it, like yes, that this like time. Charcoal. Anyway, uh, so I was I was just fascinated with how that could be done. So then. Um, I looked up my own recipes, and really the trick is, um, you know, I would say um, the hottest oven would be 500 degrees or 450, put it in there 15 minutes, and then you cut the heat down to 325. We have a convec- I have a convection oven. I love it. I know most folks say I never use that. Last use week it. you said you hated that thing. When we were talking about no, appliances. No, no. <laughs> the, the range in general, because the bake and the bake and oven temperature are on the same switch. Oh right. So right. if you don't press it correctly, the range itself is fine. 
And I love the convection options, and that's how I always roast anything is on the convection. Yeah. Anyway, so cut it down. So after that, I cut it down to 325, let it go. I check it every 15 minutes. When the thermometer hits 125, I pop it out. I cover it with foil. Let it rest for a while. And then when I slice it, for me, it is perfect. And then you kill it on the skillet. We, I, we just You just said that whole thing twice. I know. Uh, and I, so I cooked the, the two slices that I want to eat you on the stove. You had three to today. Make them a little bit dumber. And then done. whatever he cuts off, I eat. Meaning that I didn't eat all of it because there's a little bit of fat on edges, so I cut Yum. the. And then he takes it off my Yum. plate and eats it. Ugh, I can't eat the fat. Anyway, but I, you like you like fat meat. Um, that's true, I do. But um, moving on to a completely new topic, I know that this podcast is running long, but I just have one more little story to tell you. So um, I know I've already told you this. I I am part of this retirement group. That before the COVID, Uh-oh. we would meet and go do things like go on hikes or museums and stuff. Well, now everything is online. So um, we get on Zoom and we either have a discussion about something or someone presents some information or shares artwork or whatever. It's just a different thing. So um, I forget, was it? It was Tuesday or Wednesday that I was on there and we were talking about growing old in the gay community and what's that, what, what that's like and... Um, it seemed to me like the the older guys who were not in relationships had the most issue with growing old in the gay community and you know not being recognized by the young twinks because they all want a young boy. Anyway, while, during this whole thing, we're on Zoom, and I'm sure you all know how the chat system works on Zoom. You can send private messages while you're um, doing whatever you're doing on your Zoom thing. Well, I this private message pops up, and it was a guy, and he's like, was your dad's name blah, blah, blah? And uh, I wrote back and said, yes, my dad's name was blah, blah, blah. Turns out my dad was the president of an organization back in the 70s and 80s called Gamma, Gay Married Men's Association. And um, I don't know who, well, I shouldn't say he was the president. I don't know what he was, he was the leader at the time because I, I went with him to a couple meetings. Well, this guy, this because these are older people that this guy's in the 70s i think 72 um oh back then he's back no, no, then. he was 67 remember he was 67 yeah, back then he was 30 yeah so he was 30 back then maybe 25 30 whatever in any case he's like i said oh yes uh, did you know him through gamma and he was like shocked that i even knew what gamma was because i don't i don't know that that organization organization is still around today i don't know I don't know that there's a need for it, but um, at that time it was married men who were gay and they would get together and t- discuss their issues with you know, their wives or being gay in a marriage or you know, whatever they would talk about. Well, this guy was part of that group when my father was leading it. And he said, oh, I knew your father. And I said, well, you know, my father died two years ago, well, almost two years ago um, in 2018. And you know, I have a question to ask when you're done with this. Okay, well, that's fine. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting that this group that I have joined, which is about gay men, gay retired men, and then mm-hmm. the majority of the people in this group are in their 60s and 70s. That or they, 80s. Well, one guy did turn 80 today. Um, but anyway, that they knew my father, that this guy knew my father. And I have a feeling that there are others who may have known him may too. Have. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Okay, what would you want to ask? Well, I have two questions. Um, question number one. Um, 
Did anyone ask the more elderly members of the group why they can only date? And yeah, we're not talking about men in their 40s or, you know, I am 80, I'm looking for a 50-year-old. I'm 80, I'm looking for a 30-year-old or a 25-year-old. That's what, I think that's what you're talking about. Yes. Right? yes. I'm so, talking about guys who are in their six, mid-60s to early 70s who want to date guys in their 30s. I don't know, because you know, we're, ma we're married. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, we've been but that might be a rare thing years. with this group, because there's only a couple... I don't think it's a rare thing. No, I mean, in this group that I'm, I'm a part of. No, I will say, no, I, remember, I remember, remember being 40, turning 40, or, you know, when we met, and having other 40-somethings you know, as friends, and it was the same sort of, and we, we still have friends who are like this. Um, you mean old gays? Old, our age, and they won't date anyone unless they're between oh, yes. 25 and 35. And I, wouldn't call, I would actually would not call them old gays. They're our age, which is like 55. But I, 56, I guess 57. I don't know because I'm off, you know. Uh, well, like your age, 59. Uh, 50, so. uh, yes, I could be 59. But oh, I don't know that I would be, I would be, I would be fishing in that pond if I wanted a one night stand. If I wanted a relationship, I would not be fishing in that pond because I would have nothing in common with someone who's 25. Okay, so actually, here's the thing that, that I'm not sure that these older guys really um, have come to the conclusion about or realize that they don't have a lot to offer in terms of um, current current event, making uh, I don't know how to describe this that they have in common with a 30 year old like they're okay these people are retired yeah. so they're free during the day that, that's why they're in this group because it's about being free during the day while your spouse you know goes to, is at work but um if they want to date thirty-year-olds, these thirty-year-olds have jobs; they have to work all day. And then, and yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, well, I, I, don't I actually say, don't know what they're when, thinking. When, when I was twenty-five, I will say, when I was twenty-five, my age limit was thirty-five. When you were twenty-five, yes. I mean, I only I was, went five years ahead or five years back. It didn't matter. I mean, I just that's what I wanted. I mean, because I was young, and I I guess I wasn't really thinking it long term. And then when I turned thirty-five. I didn't want someone who's 20. Um, when I turned 40, I wanted someone my own age. I mean, I guess as I got older, what I, you know, what I was looking for changed. I'm not saying that someone 25 can't have anything in common with someone who's 75. Well, that's true, but I mean, you, could, you could always make that connection. But I don't know if I were single in 75, I would reject anyone over the age of 30 or 35 because just simply because of their age well let's face it we all we all want to be with a, a, a young, young cute high, yeah. but to say that you want to spend the rest of your life or to have a relationship with someone who's young enough to be your grandfather I don't know I don't know that for me that would be realistic now, I, saying, I completely agree with that but you know everyone's different and I'm not, I'm not casting stones no, but I'm saying that, so, so for these guys who were discussing that exact same thing, they, they couldn't understand why a guy in his 30s wouldn't be attracted to them unless they had a daddy complex. Well, because when I was 30, I was not attracted to someone like that. Because I, I know, I but they, the old guys can't understand why. I wanted someone my own age, and so 
you, we want, I want, I'm going to say, you want someone your own age. Well, I, mean, I agree with that because I've always wanted someone around my age, give or take a couple of years. Never anyone, well, my very first boyfriend was nine years older than me. And that's where I learned that this is just so, and not... And even nine years younger, so what, we're 50, so if I were single, if I met someone who was 45, that would be fine. Yeah, that would be I fine. Would, I wouldn't mind that. Well, these... Or these, someone's 65. These older guys just... I, I don't know. I mean... When you're 80, I mean... I think and this one guy turned 80 today, I told you. He was one who was talking about wanting to date guys much younger than himself. Well... Who wants to teach... Well. Who wants to date an 80-year-old? I don't know. And is, there's probably a difference between what they're really looking for. Are they looking for companionship or sex? Well, so I'm assuming someone at that age had a delayed coming out. and so Well, that's a funny thing to say because a lot of those guys did. So it, maybe it's reliving. If I could relive my life and I could come out at 25, this is what I would want. But I'm you're doing sure it at, at sure 75 or 80. I'm sure there is a psychology yeah, around this. Yeah, there is. I'm not saying you know these people are, are wrong for wanting what they want, but I think there is a sense of reality. Now, here's my second question. All right. Um, now that your father has passed, yes, and um, I think you are the keeper of a lot of personal information and personal things about your dad. Do you think your mother knew or knows that your father? I am yes. I am sure of it. Yes, I think I I already did. I already say that at one point. But no one your no one in your family really talks about. No, everyone knows. But well, no everyone knows it. now. They did not know no, well, before I, he died. You found out when your dad passed away that actually, um, your other brother knew because he found things on your father's computer. No, he just found those when my dad was dying that that week. The week okay. that he was dying, Tommy, my brother, well, found those uh, on his computer. Siblings said, "Well, yeah, we kind of knew." I thought my brother when uh, he opened this. Other siblings said, "Yeah, we kind of knew," or "Yeah," but it's not. It was never really an open discussion. No. Certainly, your your father sired seven children. Yes, he did. So, and then something had to change in the dy- in the dynamic of your the. Well, it was when he hit his 50s because that's when he realized he was gay and that was like the late 70s? How was 50? No, it was 1981 he turned 50. So, um, yeah, yeah, 81. And that's about the time that he was having like a a midlife crisis. You found artwork that he had done in the 50s. No, 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 no. With leather, Mike, Leatherman. not, Not that it was done in the 50s. It was done when he was 50, when he was in his 50s. Those are some hot dudes. Yeah, and I actually still have that artwork. Oh, man. The thing is, when when my father did die, and my... Well, he was dying that week that he was dying. But he wanted you to destroy those. He wanted me to keep them secret until he died. But I thought you said to destroy them. Nope, he did not say destroy. He just said keep them a secret until after his death. Well, these these dudes were hot and well hung. But well, anyway. But anyway, I have to I'm think your mother the, must have had some clue. She, I'm sure she did. Yeah, because she talked about one time when uh, my dad brought um, crabs home um, in their bed, and she got really mad uh, about him giving her crabs. <laughs> anyway. But I thought she said it was from a whore. 
That's what he told her, but she knew better. Anyway. Um, anyway. That, what I was going to say was interesting story. What I was going to say was that the week that he was dying, and my brother was on his computer finding out all this information, and he told my sister. I mean, like, so there was one, two, there were like five of us because there's I have there's seven children all together, but five of us were there. Yeah, so your parents had a lot of sex at some at point. At the time, yes, they did. But um, when this came out, I told when, when my brother said, you know, our dad was gay or whatever bi or whatever whatever um i said to them all i said listen i have known this for since 1986 and um he asked me to keep this quiet and to not share it with the whole family and he does not want this to define him so we're going to forget about this part of his life and let him have the um you know, because then, then it went into the whole military thing that oh, he wants yeah. to be recognized for the military thing, and not necessarily that he. No, but I, no, but there, he was by or gay in well, the majority that, of his life. Want, he didn't want a military burial. No, you're right. He did not. But um, I guess um, when I met your father, he had a girlfriend. Yeah, that's why I say bye at one time because he did. He was with Evelyn for three years, years, and then I think three years. Well, I, we can. But we we've already gone over this. That he Evelyn she left, left him, him for a black for man. a black man with that's a big. What he said. And he said who had a bigger dick. Did he say that? No. Did we make that up? I think we made that up. I don't know. Anyway, all right. We've been going on for forty-five minutes here. Yes. Do you have anything else you'd like to say or share this week? I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. <laughs> well, we, we we got out last weekend. Once. We went one place. And this week you're going to get your hair done. Oh, yes, I'm getting my hair cut next week. I'm going to make an appointment on Monday for my I'm hair. just glad that we love each other and we get along with each other because if we hated each other and couldn't stand each other, one of us would be dead. But we haven't had any major fights. No, but I'm just saying, I mean... Um, quarantine and then yes. you and well definitely you know it has been challenging and yeah. I like to get out and do things and yeah I try to get out and maybe I just do some tenant um, you know well you actually went down to the university to try to do that but the, the courts, courts the were, nets were, the nets were down yet, and um, so you couldn't do it as I've said before, running is a challenge because you have to dodge people. Yeah, well, I did get out um, and walk today, even though I was not supposed to, because I'm not supposed to walk if it's 85 degrees or above or 45 degrees and below. It was 86, but I did walk 1.28 miles today. Yes. I, and, and the thing is, that I didn't feel any pain in my chest. I just felt like breathing the warm air. It was humid. Is not, um, yeah. does not feel good. Breathing warm air. Well, but I, I will say um, the one thing with one silver lining with COVID, the air does seem to be cleaner. There's been no traffic on the streets around. That is there. true. But for us right here, right now in our area, the humidity makes the air feel yeah. heavy. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining me today, dear. You're welcome. We have gone 47 minutes, and I hope people are still listening. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening if you've been listening this far I appreciate it and hopefully you in uh, the two microphones setup is working and that's all we have so um, until next time bye, bye.